You just flip the cushion. I, I, okay. So, <laughs> so I basically, <laughs> I basically just. How's it going? Oh, good. Did you, uh. First day was fine. Uh, you you start a new job today, right? I did. Well, tell us about it. Um, it was great. Like, like nothing, like, uh, you realize how good you could have it, you know? It's like, man, working where I did really made me appreciate this place. So you, uh, you work for Molex now? Yeah, Molex is the company and, I work for now. And you were machining like giant pistons and stuff like that, right? And what are you doing now? Yeah, I, I used to make hydraulic cylinder parts. And now I make uh, parts for dies. Okay. Like punch presses. So oh. it's pretty cool. A lot, the whole another world, you know. That's pretty neat. I. I mean, I think I'm going to enjoy it. I mean, today is my first day, you know? Yeah. You know, like I said, it, you really appreciate how nice it is there versus how you had it. Yeah. You know, I just can't, I still can't believe how clean everything is there. Right. And it's air conditioned. Well, I saw a picture. I saw that picture of your, um, like office. Is that what that is? Didn't I see that? Or I saw somewhere where you, it was, it was like, it was bright. Like the room was brighter and clean. That's what I saw. I can't remember. I saw I that at. Did you show me I that? No. Maybe, I, maybe, maybe that was in a I, dream. Maybe I was having a dream about your new job. And I know I told you about yeah, it. Yeah, you told me about I it. Had, I had this vision in my head of like this really bright white room that makes nothing but Tamaya connectors. Oh no, that was definitely a dream because I have never taken a photo inside <laughs> that room. So. Like you, you like I don't think you can. I don't think you can like take pictures in there. So I just haven't done it. Like yeah. I won't do it. So yeah. Our first uh, show of the new year of 2022. We took a little break there. It was kind of nice. Yeah. Spent some time. Uh, my Christmas was last was a uh, um, New Year's Eve, New Year's weekend. Oh. So what'd we, you get? Uh, I got a gimbal for my. Uh, my fancy camera. I actually bought myself an SCX 24 and I think that's it. Yeah. I can't remember what else I got. I think it was just a gimbal, but dude, so I'm, um, I've been taking some video this week and the gimbal is awesome. I'm it's, it's got a learning curve, so I'm learning how to use it right, but, uh, it's going to be so much better. Remember last year when we went to Minnesota and uh, we did that. That was the first race that I, or first anything I did with my, my new camera. And it was, everything was kind of a little shaky because it didn't have built in. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. The gimbal is going to be going to make that go away. That's really, it's really cool. Mm. So I'm, I'm pretty excited. I can't wait. You still got to have a GoPro for the, for the really yeah. close shots. Like if you want to get a really close shot of a car, you know, jumping or something cool like that, it's still better to have a GoPro for that. Plus, I've always wanted a GoPro. GoPros are awesome. Plus, there's no sense putting an $1,800 camera in front of a eight scale. No. While it's moving. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like that's a bad idea. What did you get for Christmas? Did we talk about that before? Um, I get these headphones and I got like a thing. Um, and it, oh, yeah, the, uh, the ones I'm using now. Notice no wires. Oh, but uh, oh. anyway, uh, so I got yeah, so I got these, and then I got a um, oh, what was it? Um, a Yeti cup, and I got uh, uh, some money, some gift cards, a coat, some shirts, uh, an air fryer. I mean, uh, I I want for nothing because I have everything, you know. This is the right. probably eighth year in a row that I've asked my anybody in, in my family for Hobbytown gift cards and have gotten none. Really? Yeah. I used to get Hobbytown gift cards from uh, from Gretchen's mom, basically, and that doesn't happen anymore either. But Not really. Whatever. I got a gimbal. I mean, it, it's it's a super awesome DJI gimbal, so I shouldn't be crying about it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, other than that, the the break was nice. We were busy at the store, so got to focus on work, uh, just straight up work for a while, and and then we uh, kind of get back to it. Here we are. Do you want to talk about CRCRC? CRCRC? Sure. Yeah, we can talk about it. Okay. Uh, just to get that out of the way, so um, I was kind of keeping up with it a little bit because uh, Ashton McCormick and Riley uh, both went there, and then Tom Rennernecht. Mm-hmm. Uh, who moved to California? Used to be, used to be our local. I still can. I will always consider him to be one of our local guys now, forever. I claim him. The Hobbyplex claims Tom Renner next. So, all of you yeah. tracks out there in California, just know that he trained at the Hobbyplex. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, so Tom went there, and I haven't. I haven't even talked to him. I should have. I should have tried to talk to him and stuff. But again, uh, life gets in the way. But uh, dude, he like. Apparently the word is that he borrowed in somebody's x-ray and he won stock. Yeah. He won expert stock and two wheel mod. Yeah. He borrowed uh, Paul's uh, Cicerello's x-ray. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. So and just, uh, just mushroom stamped everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, he's, he's, <laughs> it was like, huh, that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like, there he goes. <laughs> that is really cool. Uh, and then yeah. Drayton Staub uh, got second. Yeah, I mean that's great. I mean Drayton was leading the second main, and it was like the last or the last uh, lap. He, uh, uh, I don't know if he just missed the line and hit the dust and squitted out a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Tom just had his car just just right enough to get it through, yeah. and uh, he went through on the last lap to win the second main and t- and. Uh, uh, got her done. That's you know? crazy. Only needed two. Yeah. Um, I was kind of surprised by Dakota's where he finished at. Um, because he usually dominates that oh. race. Remember last year? Yeah. It wasn't it. Didn't he just destroy everybody? I thought he did. Thought that he was did. the one where, like, like other podcasts or whatever were like posting, like, uh, video of. Uh, Dakota and Spencer kind of yeah. hitting wheels or something. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. That was kind of surprised to me. Um, and then that I was saw only a year ago. That, that was, was a like year ago. A long time ago. I know. Um, then the usual name, Spencer, Aiden Horn did, you know, top five, uh, Lee Setzer, 
Cole Tollard, uh, and then Dakota, Chase Lemieux, Paul's kid, mm-hmm. pretty awesome. And then yeah. uh, Kaufman was there, Austin Wick. I'm pretty sure he made the bump up. And then Charlie Mariana too. So kind of, kind of, kind of a nice bag of your normal Midwest sort of young racers, and then, and then a couple, you know, the standard pros. And yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, and then. I want to talk about um, Ashley. So Ashley TQ'd around, I think, of both uh, both short course trucks. So it looks like there was only seven Pro Four trucks at this race. So they ran Pro Four. They ran Pro Four four wheel drive short course truck. Wow, that's surprising. Yeah, but I mean, whatever. Um, he ended up finishing second. Um, out of the AAA main, they I mean AAA triple AAA mains too. And, uh, oh, really? yeah, they did triple A mains for all classes. Wow. Getting your money's worth. Yeah. Um, and then where is 13, five short course truck. So he finished fourth in, hmm. in, uh, 13, five short course truck. So that's always kind of fun when you can go and make a main. Yeah. I mean, it's not you the most. Get, you- it's not the most popular class in the whole wide world, but at least you're getting your, you know, yeah, you get the full experience, right? Yeah. And a lot of times those, those smaller classes can provide you with some pretty fun racing too. Yeah. Um, I didn't see where Riley finished. I, I, uh, I saw his post, but, um, I know he went, I know he, uh, any, I guess the thing I can say about that, even if like back in my day, when I was traveling to a lot of races. So, uh, my dad traveled for a living, um, uh, mm-hmm. for, for like 20 years. And so he built up all these hotel points. Yeah. And so if it wasn't for my father, which the thing is like, I grew up kind of poor, right? Like my parents mm-hmm. are lower middle class, uh, and they worked themselves up, I would say to middle class. Right. But we still couldn't, they couldn't afford a lot of excess stuff. So a lot of the, a lot of the RC stuff I had to do on my own when I got older. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for my dad providing me with free hotel rooms, there's no way I'd be able to travel to as many races as I used to go to. Oh, yeah. But every time that I'd go to one of those, even if I did super crappy, I look at it now and every single race provides you with more experience for the next one. Yeah. You know, you're kind of learning. That's kind of like when you see these kids that um, go to race after race after race after race, like, and they're only like a year in or two years in. It's kind of like they're they're like uh, learning at, a, at an alarming rate because yes. they're going to all these different places, you know. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I, I, I don't know. I kind of always wonder, like, if I was <laughs> able to travel earlier, would it have made a difference? I think it would, because I didn't really travel anywhere until in my twenties. Yeah, me either. Honestly. Yeah, you were still go karting, weren't you? Yeah, I mean that's towards the end, but yeah. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, that race, I guess, officially now kicks off ten scale season for these guys, or the new year of ten scale. Like, like usually, it's either that race or the Reedy race where everybody with their new sponsors and stuff kind of shows up. And yeah, now right. there's now there's no Reedy race, so we kind of we have to sit and wait now until like the Desert Classic for another ten scale race. Is When's that? A, that? 
In March? March. Mm-hmm. What about INS races? Oh, yeah, SDRC. S- the SDRC uh, INS race is yeah. next month. So That'll be a big 10-scale race. That will be. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're totally right. Yeah. I forgot about that one. I'm so glad it's not at our track. Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> the, not this oh, time here. You guys suck again. If we, if we raced like last weekend with uh, weather like that, mm. that would have been a rough one. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. 10 scale. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, the doors would all have been shut, but still. I'm just... No, I mean, it still would have been cold. Yeah. Slick. I, I'm really looking forward to ours in the summertime. You want to hear my crazy story from uh, from Christmas time? Of course. So, you know, I think the last time that we were on here, we were talking about how uh, Christmas, like the day after Christmas is usually not only the busiest day of the year, but also like one of the worst when it comes to dealing with people. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to say, I'm very proud of everybody in Omaha and beyond that bought stuff from us this season because we have not had a single incident after Christmas. I wonder if they watched the show. <laughs> maybe i don't know but it was there's a lot of anxiety uh leading up to that sunday and then it came yeah. and it came and went and then after that day it, it's like gets a lot easier every single day you know people come in with problems but they're really easy to figure out hmm. that being said i did have a woman call me christmas eve to tell me uh that i hope how would, how did she put it? Uh, I hope, I hope the $30 was worth it, was worth having my husband come home and take it out on me. Yeah. I mean, I remember, dude, I remember that. I told you that, right? I, dude, I, I've like, so 2004, so it'll be 18 years that I've worked, uh, for the Hobbyplex and I've worked in hobby stores before that. I worked in Lincoln for a little while. I've never had that happen before. Yeah. Where uh, a guy got mad because he couldn't get his money back. And uh, I had to sit there and take it. And then he left. And it was really funny because we actually got like video of it. A lot of times when it doesn't happen often, but when when we get a a customer that's kind of getting out of hand, a lot of times we'll either camera, I will, we'll turn our phone on and record it secretly, you know, and just put our phone down and just let it roll. So that it picks up everything. And this guy, yeah. as he left, he, he goes uh, something to the effect of, uh, I hope you guys have a really blankety, blankety, blank Christmas. And then we both looked at each other like, wow, like that guy's not like he bought a car and, uh, you know, we don't give cash back. That's just the rule. It's always been the rule. Most people that shop at our, at our place kind of know that rule by now and they understand it and they make decisions beforehand. And then. So he didn't get his money back, but we did put on a gift card so he can use it anytime he wants. And then he didn't want that. And then he was like mad at us. And then afterwards, his wife called and told me that. And I didn't know what to do. Honestly, I thought about mm-hmm. calling the police. Yeah, no, I, I thought it was a good idea too, but. And I even asked her. I, your, I, your thing. Yeah, I asked her and I said, hey, I'm like, well, it sounds like you don't, you shouldn't be there. Sounds like it's a bad idea for you to be there right now. I'm like, do you want me to find you some help? <laughs> and uh and then she hung up 
And, yeah. Uh, I don't know. That kind of bothered me. It, 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 I did let it bother me for on Christmas day a little bit. Like I was thinking about it in the back of my mind. Yeah. But then I, but then I talked to my aunt. Is it my aunt? My aunt-in-law? I don't know. Whatever. Um, Gretchen's aunt, my wife's aunt. And yeah. she's a Christ, like a, like a legit crisis counselor for abused women. Mm-hmm. And I talked to her about it and she's like, well, she's like, first off, I, I have a hard time believing that that actually took place. I'm like, it, it almost to me, knowing how, because she works with these women all the time. She You're thinks, like, are you calling me a liar? <laughs> she thinks that, like, like nobody called. No, 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 no. She not that. She th- <laughs> know, she thinks that I... that they were just trying to manipulate me, basically, into yeah. saying into saying, well, come on back, yeah, you know. And well, that's what my wife said. Really? Yeah. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> And so, but then she also gave me information to call next, if that ever happens again. Yeah. And they could well, try to Aaron, Aaron is Aaron is saying you should have just called their bluff and, and called the police on him because if you had his information and everything. Yeah. And, uh, and like they thought, they thought they were getting one over on him, but woo! They show up <laughs> at their house for a domestic servant. Yeah, exactly. And, and if it was a real one, then, then you know she would have been taken care of. Yeah, I but know. Other, otherwise, it would have been hilarious. They thought they were gonna gonna get you to give them their thirty bucks back, and whoop, whoop. instead they get swatted. And well, not swatted, but instead <laughs> they get get investigated for a domestic. Dispute, yeah, you know? I did have the guy's name. Yeah, you know, it's weird because. Uh, I mean, it made me think of this other time, the very first shoplifter that I ever caught. And yeah. uh, it was these three kids and they thought that they were being really slick. And it was a dead giveaway because they were making eye contact with me the whole time. <laughs> and I went up to the loft and I watched him and I watched this big kid. This He was apparently he's only 13 years old, but he was like bigger than me, like yeah. stuffed toys into his pockets. And so I came downstairs and I, I, uh, um, I, I grabbed him i didn't grab him but i like i got his shoulder and was like hey man mm-hmm. i'm like you need to come with me right now and uh and then i said call the sheriffs and i brought him back into the uh they didn't run which is weird but i, I brought him back into the the office and uh i told him i said told him straight up to you i watched you put it on i want everything out of your pockets right now and i was being all dad faced and it was i actually thought it was really cool that uh, i was able to actually catch these kids anyways long story short the mouthy one who was the, the, the clearly the ringleader, uh, had to have his, his parents come and get him. Okay. The sheriffs wouldn't let him go. They, cause they rode their bikes there. So the, 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 this dude, this poor kid's mom had to come and get him. And she came in drunk, clearly <laughs> intoxicated. And so yeah. the sheriff was like, ma'am, have you been drinking? And she's like a little, I was at the bar and then I get this phone call from this little son of a blankety blank. And I'm like, Oh no. Oh my gosh. Uh, and they, ar- <laughs> they arrested her for drunk driving. So really? Yes. So, so a situation that was going to be bad to begin with got a hell of a lot worse because this poor punk kid's mom had to come pick him up and if he just wouldn't have done what he did she wouldn't have had to come pick him up and get arrested for drunk driving 
Wow. So they both got taken away in a, in separate squad cars. It was I felt so bad. Like I actually felt bad about that one. Hey. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. I no, I know. But I was like, man, no wonder that kid was trying to get attention by blatantly stealing and getting caught. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was like a cry for attention. <laughs> Anyways, so all I could think of in this in that instance was, okay, well, it, the unintended consequence would be me calling the sheriff or somebody and having them go investigate that. And then what if that guy like flips out and, you know, get the DUI, you not gets a DUI, but gets, <laughs> you know, gets his balls busted by the cops or something like that. And then it escalates even further that, that all those, all that stuff was going on in my head. Mm-hmm. But luckily that was it. That was the only thing we've had so far, knock on wood. And it's been what, yeah. two weeks now, three weeks since Christmas. So. Yeah. Seems like Dude, that's like your best year ever. One of them. Yeah. There's been a couple. Yeah, you, got, you got a great, you got a great story. Yeah. And <laughs> more people haven't come in yet. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's been good. There's been, um, there was a rash of motors not working in little SCX 24s. Really? And I got an SCX 24 and I mean, my motor's still working and my other ones, I actually got two of them and the other one, also still working. And I'm not saying that like, it's not believable that all these motors wouldn't work, but if you're trying to crawl an SCX 24 and you're pinned against something and you're just gunning it the whole time, you're going to burn out a little baby motor. Right. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> so I don't know. I got, I got these new pinion gears from associated Ooh. They're right here. Yeah. Hopefully make my buggy a little quieter. Oh, so. are they cut differently? No, but they're aluminum, and the factory team Penske ones make your car quieter. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so I was gonna, I was gonna give them a shot. Mm. They should, my my uh, my first order of the year showed up yesterday. Nice. So, or two, two days ago. I got a tire order from J Concepts uh, on Friday for uh, yeah. for Hutch. Um, yeah. Going to so the guys that are knowing um. Will here, he's going to be running races on Friday and Saturday for me. Yep. And uh, and then I'm going to uh, be the announcer for uh, the Hutchinson Salt City Challenge. That's uh, um, HP Hobby's second big race. They have two every year, the Fall Classic and then the Salt City Challenge. Yeah. And uh, I got to announce Fall Classic, and now I get to announce, uh, now I get to announce the Salt City. Yeah. So. I, I put an entire order today. Nice. I didn't even mount up my a set of golds for e buggy this weekend. I use the oh, same really? I use the same tires I used last round. What? Yeah. Mine are like are bald. Really? And yeah, and they were brand. Well, how many rounds of practice did you run? One. Uh, <laughs> oh. See, I normally run three. I ran three this time, and did I normally you? only run two. And um, so I ran three. And then they're bald after the main. So that makes sense. Yeah. But they had tread going into the 10 minute main. So. Yeah. I ran one. I, I, last round, I think I practiced a few more times and, uh, um, uh, they, I even used them in that club race, uh, before Christmas. It, well, the track, like I had a set of club race tires from my buggy and they just ran them new and just kept running them. They did not wear at all. Yeah. The winner is. We need to talk about the Techno Series now. 
Woo! Get ready for my phone to quit working. <laughs> well, let's do gas truck first. Why don't we do All that? Right. Yeah, yeah, why don't we'll we do the that? Phone not working out of the way. Yeah, we'll get that done. All right, so uh, we had 221 entries, 116 people. This is the wow. second largest techno series ever. Uh, last round was the second largest, and we beat that by, I think, four or five uh, entries. That's surprising. Usually the, the uh, February, January, February rounds are the, the thinnest. Yeah, because it's yeah. usually the coldest. Although I will say last year, I think January was the biggest round. Was pretty, it really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. There was 208 entries. I remember that specifically because I thought that that was a lot. Wow. And now we're getting more than that on a, on a mm -hmm. monthly basis, which is somewhat stressful because now I got to like really get into finding some, some, um, door prizes for us. Mm -hmm. So we got through the day qualifying. Uh, we went through, we got we today or Saturday. We did amazing in qualifying. We, we hardly yeah. like the, the way the heats ever worked out. We hard, we didn't have anybody running back to back. We had, even with the resort. There really wasn't a problem finding Marshall, so we were able to just burn right through both qualifiers. I think we were done by 530. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, you got another TQ in gas truck. Yeah, I'll take him. Um, so the main comes around. Uh, it was after we knocked out the two uh, buggy races, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. Mm -hmm. And there was eight trucks this time. And uh, like, I t like I asked you guys, you know, I, when we were talking about gas truck, I'm like, we just need a full heat. Just give us a full heat so we have marshals and we're mm -hmm. good. And that's what we're getting. I mean, we're, we're getting eight, nine trucks the last two rounds and then 13 the first round. Yeah. And it looked like um, attrition didn't really come up until the very end of the race. Yeah, I... Yeah, it was, uh, it was just one of those things. Like, yeah, I think it's just because it's so cold. Yeah. Like, no doubt. you know, uh, was it Alex? Uh, I can't remember his last name. The guy from Kansas City. Oh, his, uh, his, Richards. Alex Richards. Yeah, Alex Richards' pipe came off. Yeah, I, think it was, I saw I think that. it was just because the zip tie might have been too old or something. Like, I changed all my zip ties on my truck just because of how cold it was. Are you guys flaring the exhaust? I, I did on mine. I just took a uh, – I actually used a flaring tool on mine and flared it mm. uh, proper and uh, stuck a piece of silicone on it and zip-tied the yep. ever-living ever garbage out of it. That's what I used to do when I raced gas truck was uh, the, the, the exhaust pipes would always – or the manifolds would always come flat. And I've, I had that pop off once or twice. And one day I'm just like, to hell with this. And I just took pliers and I basically made my own little flare. Probably not the best way to do it, but it worked. And then you put no, yeah, it, it honestly, like as long as you get some kind of ridge on there, yeah. mean, that's all you need. Yep. So, uh, the main came around and I mean, you were pretty much gone. Yeah. You know, I didn't, you didn't really wreck that much. You just sort of seemed to take care of your truck, not do anything stupid. I don't think I wrecked at all. I had like no crashes. I just was kind of cruising. Does yeah. your does your butt clinch up when you do the triple? No. Like, are your butt muscles like sore after the race? No. Why? Okay. All right. Does it look like they should be? Yeah. I mean, if I was running gas truck, I'd be worried all. I would every lap, I'd be like, "Oh, come on." Oh, okay, good. And then the next lap. Oh yeah. No. 
No. Okay. I know I know where that truck's gonna land. Okay. You know? All right. Um, let's see. Lucas Baker ended up finishing second from the seventh spot. Yeah. That and that was, that was a really good drive. Um, Alex Vanderbeek pressured you for, I think, the first lap, two, maybe first minute. Because he got around, he, he qualified third and he got up into second really quick. I didn't really see him until after he flamed out. I had a pretty good, I had a pretty good lead uh, there for a while. But see, I always go out like early and because I start the main with brand new tires. And so I go out like as soon as I can and just start trying to run my truck to break my tires in. And like once they come off, they're kind of slicked out in the middle, like after the race, <laughs> but starting out with brand new tires and just getting like a good six laps on them. They're perfect. Nice. What'd you think of the track uh, surface? Did it, I, I didn't think it was, it's, I didn't water Saturday night. I think that was the only thing that made it groove up was really not watering it. Like I think it was, yeah. Cause it was so cold. Like it was kind of like it kind of balanced out to where it would always be normally, yes. you know? Yeah. So it's like, to me, it felt no different than any normal time. Yeah. I, it looked different to me. Like it looked like it had more grip. Yeah. I mean, it was maybe a little bit higher grip. But there was a spot, there was a spot at the end of the straightaway where if I hit it, my car would pretty much, drift into the wall so i don't know if it's just because of the end of straightaway dust i think it was just the door being open right there the track was so cold because my my truck would do that too even like next to the pipe it would just push out towards the wall if i wasn't going straight like if i didn't kind of diamond that off go straight down the hill and then turn like that that area was like felt literally like ice yeah we uh i logan prismanis um, 2007 summer series plex spec champ, uh, helped me. He works at the plex now and he helped me, uh, work on the track. I may, pretty much made him do all the, the backbreaking stuff. Cause I didn't want to like injure myself again. Cause I was actually feeling pretty good. And, uh, the last thing we were going to do is water. And I, when it's this, when it's as cold as it is, I always turn off the water inside because you don't want the pipes to explode when you're not there. That'd be the worst. So. I turned on the water and then I went out into water and I, I water, I started to water the top of the straightaway and the pressure all of a sudden got really low and I was like, uh Oh, and the water pipe behind the bathroom we don't use exploded. Oh, really? So, yeah. So I think it, it must've flash froze. I'm thinking or something happened, but either way, water was pouring outside underneath the, the building and pouring. It was coming out like from underneath of the, the walls. So I, uh, I had to turn off the bathroom water and then I, I watered the rest of the track for Thursday night and I got so spooked that I didn't want to water Friday night. So the track was holding together so well that I'm like, well, I think I'm just not going to water because I don't want this pipe to explode. Cause it was still like 10 degrees outside. Yeah. And I, the crazy thing is, is I never did anything different than I always do. We always do it that way and we've never had a problem. So, so. I don't know if it's just maybe a, a stress fracture somewhere, maybe combined with, with it being really cold behind that bathroom wall um, or something like that. But either way, um, we didn't water Friday night and all we had to do is patch up one little mud crack that you did 
at the yeah. entry to the whoops. And that was that. Yeah. That was it. The, the track held together for the most part really, really well. And uh, the nice thing about not watering Friday and Saturday when it was that cold out is if I, if I had watered, it, the drip would have been really bad Saturday morning. Yeah. So it, the, when, I got, when I got there to, op- to turn on the lights and everything on Saturday, there was no drip. So we didn't have to go through all that again. And the guys that could show up on Saturday to get their Saturday morning practice didn't have to worry about it either. They, they automatically got out there and could put solid laps down. Yeah. So that's yeah, good. It seemed to, seemed to be just a good overall balance for everybody. Yeah. And uh, I know we didn't change the track layout, but um, nobody seemed to care. So that's good. Uh, back to gas truck. Wade Garing qualified second, finished third. Um, so he, I think that's another top three finish for him. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, Vanderbeek with the flame out uh, early was able to come back and get fourth. Um, Brian Kiever, he finished the race uh, in fifth. Alex Richards almost made it to the end. Um, he made it 12, 12 minutes, 30 seconds before that pipe thing came off on his truck. And then Cody, um, uh, fail guard, uh, he broke out about halfway. Yeah, I think he broke a turnbuckle because he was running stock turnbuckles on that thing. Yeah. So that was uh, that was gas truck, and you got another. So that's three for three. You got two TQs and three wins, right? Yep. That's pretty pretty hard to beat. If as long, I mean, you could have disaster in in round four and five, and technically still have the door open for somebody, but it's gonna be hard. Is there five rounds? Five rounds. Oh, okay. So maybe, yeah, I don't know. See if it comes together. It'd be nice. It'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's start. We had, uh, sportsman nitro. Um, this was a really good race for John Kinzer. Um, he qualified second Logan Prismanis, man. Um, he's such a good kid too. Like, like I said, he's been racing since he was like three years old. Mm -hmm. He raced in Lincoln. When I ran yeah. Link, when I ran Lincoln, he raced in Lincoln. I think he was like three years old. Mm-hmm. And I remember being down there and they're like, when the Plex opened up, they're like, Alex, why don't you go work for the hobby Plex and build a track up there? And I was like, cause I don't want to. And then a year later, that's what I was doing. Yeah. So, um, so Logan, uh, qualifying second or qualifying first, finishing second, John Kinzer qualified second, finished first. Here's the deal. Uh, I found out, uh, today or yesterday that John Kinzer, uh, is now a sponsored driver, so he's not allowed to run Sportsman anymore. So, oh, who's he sponsored by? A Gamma. Oh, really? Yeah. When did that start? Sunday. Oh. Sunday or yeah, Sunday. I think I think it was a post on Facebook on Sunday. Okay. So well, wherever he's him. wherever he's at in the points, scratch that out. <laughs> I don't think he cares that much about it, but. Uh, so then Logan was second. Um, so John got 49 laps. Logan got 48. And then, uh, Keith Vanderheide, uh, qualified fourth, finished third with 47. Then Armand Charland got the bump up and ended up fourth with 46 laps. Lucas Chassau, uh, got the bump in 10th and ended up fifth with 45 laps. Uh, Devin Wright finished with 45 laps. Art Lewis with 45 laps. Brian Kiever. With 44, John Davies, uh, he broke out a little early. And Tyler didn't race. Not really sure what happened there. Um, he just wasn't there. An uh, expert. So here we go. So uh, Mason Fuller, his first race 
with uh, his new Hot Bodies ride and Caden Fuller as well was here at the Hobbyplex. It's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty great. It's uh, I think um, I think there was a lot of eyes on this race because it was going to be a, a there was a lot of interest. Is he gonna is he gonna burn out? You know, is have problems or is he gonna pick right up where he left off again? And clearly, he got a TQ and a win. Yeah. You I mean, know, it's uh, that's the result you want, like, like, uh, especially after changing chassis. Yeah, you know who was fast too is Caden. Oh yeah, Caden looked. Caden's car looked really good. He just he had a flame out uh, um, about half. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think he blew a plug. Yeah, but otherwise, dude, Caden was right there behind. It was basically these the four. It was Mason, Seth, Jared, and and Caden. They were just driving away from people. If you go back and watch the the video. Um, that we have the live stream here on our, our channel. Um, I mean, they were driving away from everybody and then, then it was three of them, you know, and then eventually Mason got away and, they, and Seth and Jared, you know, really couldn't, couldn't get them. Yeah. Uh, Mason maintained about 11, 11 to 12 second gap for majority of the end of the race. I'd say the final, the final 10 minutes, including the last pit stop. So. I also looked at the hot bodies cars. They, you know, I went over there and looked at them and uh, to be honest with you, they didn't look that different from a low C car. I think they're even using their low C bodies on it. Yeah. So that's always nice for me. I hate paying people to paint bodies. So if they can keep using the same body, they, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't more know. power to them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Van Dalen, um, had a rough day in qualifying, but ended up finishing second. And then uh, Jared uh, Tebow uh, qualified second, finished third. Um, another thing that happened, which sucks, is the heater, our heater. So the Hobbyplex, the way it works is we have like a, a driver stand super high. That's what everybody always talks about whenever they come here. It's like, oh my God, your driver stand's so high. It takes so hard to get used to. But where it's at, our heater, he, the driver stand is pretty comfy usually, even if it's super duper cold out because you're above the garage doors. And the way the building works, it comes up. So you're, you're in this little pocket of nice, warm air usually, right? Well, the heater stopped working like, like 10 minutes into this race. And so they were freezing up there and I didn't know that. So if I would have known that I would have reset, I would have went in and reset it. Um, cause every once in a while you have to do that. You have to go in there and shut it off and turn it back on again. It's like the internet. And, uh, so I felt really bad afterwards when I, when they were talking about how cold they were and I went out and then I, I listened for the heater and of course it wasn't working. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm like those poor guys. <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah. So I cycled it and then it worked for the rest of the night. So it did, it did start to warm back up there. I mean, I noticed it in our e-buggy race that it was actually not terrible. You know, it was, I was freezing up there during gas truck for sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I know that that affected the top three, because I heard him talk about it on the podium, about how their their fingers were just frozen. So that's kind of the deal. It's the Techno Winter Series. Hey, everybody's fingers are frozen. I mean, you know, we've raced in worse there. I, I was. We've been really lucky, very fortunate the last couple of years to dodge some major cold bullets. Mm-hmm. You know, last February we 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 got lucky. The 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 zero degree streak quit like halfway through the week before the techno series. Yeah. 
um, maybe four years ago now, five years ago, I think December, January, and February were all like zero degrees outside. Hmm. I mean, it was brutal. So I feel like it's just, you kind of know what you're in for. You know, it still sucks when it's that cold, but it is what it is. It is the winter series. And a lot of those guys that are from like North Dakota and Minnesota, it's like a heat wave for them. Yeah. Uh, Bradley Peterson, I think he's got his best winter series finish uh, in expert finished. He finished fourth. Um, Mason Herrick, again, a consistent uh, top five. Uh, Jackson Anderson uh, finished sixth. Mitchell Pavel uh, seventh. Eric Fletcher from the bump up got the eight. Caden uh, Fuller dropped to that nine spot. And then Noah Hicklin, um, he had a problem and ended up finishing 10th. So I would say uh, for a debut of a new sponsor, new car for Fuller, something totally different, you know, than the Losi car they've been running for so long, I'd say it's a success. And we thought about, we asked, we asked, uh, or you did, you've asked uh, Mason if he wanted to be on the podcast before, haven't he? Yeah, we'll get him on. We'll we'll try to get him on. Mason's Mason's not quite a talker. Mike is. Yeah. We should have them all on together. That'd be fun. Yeah, the Fuller family. The Fuller family. We need to get him in studio. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah, the Fuller family hour. Yeah. I'll try to talk him into it sometime. I think that'd be fun. Uh, Mini Truggy. So, Mini Truggy... um, Drew Rubin King continues to dominate with his VT64. I will say that I, I feel like the top of the heap here is getting closer to, to, to where he's at in mini truggy. They just, they just can't, they can't keep from crashing a few more times to stay with them. Right. So, um, so Drew Rubin King with the TQ and a win. I think that's his third in a row. Uh, Logan Prismanis qualified second, finished second, and then Emerson Sturgeon uh, qualified sixth and finished third. And I know for a fact that he hot lapped the race. Second to last lap, he was trying to catch Logan. He did a twenty three two. Wow! And then in the same spot where he made he made a he basically like streaked through the whoops to pick to get that time. And then the following lap, he crashed there and gave it all back. So, nah. Oh well. Um, what I feel about that is that Emerson needed that. Emerson needed this race bad because he's been breaking shit so much that it's like it started to become frustrating for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, cause he's fast. Like he was on a TQ pace twice in qualifying one first qualifier. He broke while on a TQ pace, second qualifier. He just, he was in the B main resort. So not a lot you can do there, but, but I, I was like, dude, just please get through this race, you know, be patient. Don't do anything stupid. Let's race. And then he did. That's what he did. So um, I feel like my son really needed that for sure. I'd get some confidence back. Plus, we worked on his truck. His truck was really good. Yeah. And the Hobbyplex got in a ton of gold truck ellipses. We have like 30-something pairs of them right now, even even after selling a whole bunch for this race. So, um, so that's pretty good. Um. Bryson Pavel from the 10, from the bump up to finish fourth. Uh, Tyler Fleming was fifth. Sean Van Dalen was sixth. I think he got kind of monster jammed a few times. Um, same dang angler back there in seventh. John Haas was up there. He, he qualified fourth. That whole pack, uh, basically from fourth through eighth. 
uh, actually fourth through 10th, if you can, fourth through ninth. They were really close for the majority of that race. Um, Nick Poppenfuss looks like he finished like five tenths behind John for eighth and ninth. And then Ronnie went, uh, made the main, and uh, finished tenth. So, mini truck is fun. We've had, uh, I think this is the biggest turnout we had this year. We had like 26 trucks. I kind of, I kind of miss it. Kind of. Uh, yeah. Truggy, you had Jared and Seth Van Dalen uh, breaking out the truck so they could break them in for next week. They're going to the uh, Southern Indoor Championships with brand new right. vehicles. So they wanted to get some track time. Uh, boy, those techno truggies, man. They, uh, they look really good. Yeah. Like they look really fast, like really good. Cause I think that's the first time I don't think Seth or Jared ran the new truck at the Plex last year at all. I think it was just Wiggins last year. So to see it, I'm not saying, and Wiggins is on that level too, but to see Jared and Seth both drive them and they, they had a pretty good duel. Uh, Jared eventually pulled away, but I mean, they were really close to the majority of this race. Um, they're not in the points. So Greg Bommel finishing third is basically a win. You can look at it like that for Greg. So he's got two TQs and wins and then a third. Um, Joy Fitzsimmons got a really good finish, ended up fourth. Uh, Sean Van Dalen was fifth. KP Reigns came down, uh, finished sixth. Dane Gangler uh, with his new techno truck, he finished seventh. Russ Horton was eighth. Um, I think that's his first main at the techno series so far. Uh, Parker Clemmy was was doing really good, and he had a breakage, uh, which was a bummer. And then same thing for Logan. Logan broke on lap four. He broke a uh, a rear arm in his Kyosho, so that kind of sucks. Still, he made he made the main. It was really good. Okay, uh, Sportsman E Buggy saw Troy Jackson with the win. He drove a really good race. He got in the lead and he stayed there. And uh, guys were attacking and attacking, but eventually, I mean, he held everybody off. It was really fun to watch. Um, Keith Vanderheide got a really good finish uh, from fifth to second. Uh, Nick Poppenfuss got the TQ um, and finished third, so he still got the podium. Wade Gehring had a horrible day in qualifying and uh, not used to being in the B main for Wade. He's usually qualified in the top three somewhere. Um, qualified 10th, I think that track position kind of hurt, so ended up finishing fourth. How about Daniel Bender? Bumped up twice. The kid bumped up twice. Uh, into the A main uh, was uh, and then ended up um, finishing fifth. So the two bump ups, Wade and Daniel finished fourth and fifth. So awesome run for Daniel. Um, Tyler Canine was sixth. Bryson Pavel seventh. Nick Sneathan was eighth. Jonathan Haas was ninth. Tyler Studer was tenth. And Armand Charland uh, was eleventh. And finally, expert e buggy. Uh, this one, this one really broke open the points, I think. Um, so Van Dalen got the TQ, but Jared got the win, Jared Tebow. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Drew Rubin King actually finished third. So Mason Fuller, who was tied with, with Jared coming into this one, ended up fourth. So right. if Jared now that that gives him a kind of a lead. So just looking at points, if if Jared can can stay up there the rest of the way, um, it's very possible we might have a Jared Tebow poster next year. That'd be cool. Not saying it's over by any means. There's two rounds left, but I am saying that that when they're when when these guys are this close, 
and they don't finish in the top three, that really hurts. It, it unfortunately. So, but if there's anybody that can come back and and uh, do that, I think it, you know Mason's got it in him. So, I think so too. Then Mason Herrick again, another solid top five finish, and then uh, you, you got a six. Yeah. And uh, I got a seven. And uh, you qualified sixth. I finished eighth, so I moved up a spot. I was pretty happy about that. Uh, Jackson Anderson finished eighth. Derek Wood with the bump up uh, was ninth, and Eric Fletcher with the bump up was tenth. I was extremely happy to uh, to make the main this time. Yeah, it straight in. really got to me that I didn't make it last time. Mm-hmm. And then I blew it in the B. I drove like a donkey. And I, we were going fast, too, by the way. We didn't get lapped until the very, very end. Mm-hmm. Usually, when we're racing with, with, I mean, I don't consider myself a pro by any means, but usually when we're racing with somebody on the skill level of, Sean, of, of Seth or, da- or, or Jared now, at least me, like even an e-buggy, you get lapped at least halfway through. At least yeah. I do now maybe not four years ago but definitely now well that didn't happen we were we were going really fast and we did not get lapped until like the last minute mm-hmm. so i was i was thinking that while i was up there and i realized i was behind you and i had jared coming up to me and i'm like i don't think i'm gonna move for a little while because i was trying really hard to catch you and i saw that yeah i saw i, I saw I, derek let him go and i'm like okay all right all right, now I got, now I got a gap on Derek. I'm not going to move for a little while, and then finally, uh, Jared got just too close. And I was th- I was also thinking to myself, I don't want to be the guy that ruins Jared Tebow's race for him. <laughs> yeah, well, I was I was right behind Jackson or Ma- Mason Herrick, and uh, maybe even both of them. And I was like, I can't I can't move. I can't move yet. Yes. And and then uh, one of them like wrecked right in front of me, and I got around him. I think it was. I, I think that was Jackson. Yeah, and then coming up that that kick up right before before the turn for the triple, yeah. I just like launched my my buggy out of Jared's way, and then he went around and I landed. It was like perfect. Yeah. So and I I uh, I let him go right before the step up coming onto the oval, and it worked out perfect. I mean, it, I don't think I don't even think I lost too much time. Maybe maybe a mm-hmm. split second. So yeah. And. uh I don't know. We were. I thought we were. I thought we were closer than we were. I watched the video and we weren't. We weren't as close as I thought we were. I got close to you once, mm-hmm. but luckily I didn't wreck either of us either. That would have sucked. Yeah, that would have been an awkward podcast. <laughs> yeah, it would. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. That's our techno series. Just a couple thoughts uh, going into it was just um, the turnout, man. I. Like it boggles my mind. We're getting, we're getting more. The last three rounds, we've had more turnout than we have for any of our J Concepts uh, spring nats. Yeah. Or Byron's races. Mm-hmm. We never crack two hundred for those ever, and when we're yeah. doing it, we're doing it in one day. I'd also like to yeah. mention that we were done at like twelve ten. Yeah. So we actually got that like an hour earlier. Yeah, we got well about about a half hour. We got done a half hour earlier than last round with more with more entries. All right, you want to take a pivot break, and I'm gonna um, I'm gonna crack open this and and uh, we'll take some comments. 
What? We don't have pivot break? Oh my God, we didn't even intro the show today. We didn't intro the show or do the pivot stuff. Holy crap. I just realized that. We just started talking. Yeah, it's been it's been a while. It has been a while. It's been like what, three weeks? Almost a month. Mm-hmm. I like forgot how to do this. Hey guys, if you don't know, I'm Alex Sturgeon. I'm the manager race director for the Hobbytown Hobbyplex in Omaha, Nebraska. And with me as always. Will Brinton. And uh, we're here to talk about usually everything related to the Hobbytown Hobbyplex. Um, but we also get into some other stuff too. This show is always brought to you by Pivot Lending Group. And you can find them at pivotlending.com. Mention our show. And you can get yourself a uh, $500 lender credit or 0.125 off your interest rate if you go through with a, a home loan or refinance through Pivot Lending. So look them up. Ask for uh, Don Zoller or Aiden Olson's dad. And we think it's funny if you call up and go, is Aiden Olson's dad there? It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Every time you must do it. Yeah, do it every time. Speaking of which, Aiden was there. Aiden was racing. Yeah, you ran e-buggy. Yeah. I'm, I was actually kind of surprised he didn't make the main. Yeah. But he's also been busy with like college life and stuff, so that's fine. Right. He looks skinnier. Is that just me? I didn't notice. Oh, I noticed. Oh, well. Anyways. All right, I'm going to crack open a kickstart then. I've been, it's been sitting here staring at me. This is a legit kickstart. Yeah, crack a cold one. Hey, pass me a kickstart. Before we get to the comments, have you uh, have you been watching the James Webb telescope stuff? No. No? No, I don't know anything about it. You don't know anything about the James Webb telescope? Oh, my God. Mm-mm. So, you know, what, do you know what it is? No. Oh, my God. Okay, so uh, real quick. It's this giant infrared telescope, okay? Mm-hmm. And because it's infrared it has to be really, really, really cold. So it, they have this intricate setup that has these layered, um, I can't remember the, the term for the material that it uses, but basically it blocks out all the heat from the sun in space. So the telescope is basically like on its side like this. So this, if this was the sun, this light right here, and, it, and, the tel- and the telescope's got this big sun shield like this, and the telescope's on this other side pointed this way, towards the darkness of space, right? So they have these uh, sensors on board and you can check on it live at real time. Uh, if you go to, uh, where is web? So it's, it's, uh, it's a NASA uh, .gov thing and it's really cool. See this right here? So it shows real-time telemetry of the James Webb telescope as it approaches this thing called a Lagrange point. And that's where a point in space where the gravitational forces from everything can keep the telescope relatively in the same spot. They have to give it a little nudge every once in a while. But anyways, so this thing is massive, right? So it's, it's going to collect a lot of this infrared light and we're going to be able to see like really deep into space, which means we're going to be able to see like really, really far back in time in space because all that light takes time, light years to get to us. Well, the cool thing was, uh, 
everything had to work on this telescope. Otherwise, it's a dead stick because there's no way that you can go out there and fix it like you could with Hubble. So when they launched Hubble in 1990, it was broken and we had to send astronauts up to get it and fix it. Yeah. So if this, if this breaks, it's over. So everything has had to work. And so far, everything's worked. It's been actually pretty amazing. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So I've been keeping, I've, I've been watching it. It's right now, it's uh, 713,212.8 miles from Earth. And it's 75% to where it's going to be. And the, the hot side right now is 52 degrees uh, Fahrenheit. And the cold side is negative 329 degrees. Hmm. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it's pretty crazy like, uh, temperature difference. Yeah, but. right? Just from the, the heat shield thing. It's so cool. Who would think that it'd be 52 degrees in space? Yeah. But, but the hot side, it is. So anyways, I thought that was cool. Yeah. I've been, uh, it's one of those quirky nerd things I've been keeping up on. Hmm? Hmm? Oh, yeah? Do you have one? All right, let's get to the comments. Yeah, let's do it. We're going to get done early tonight. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, Joe Zaire was on here. Joe Zaire Jr., I think. Uh, he says, I'm going to give the VT64 another shot because Drew is crushing it at your track. Am I nuts? And he says he'll listen when the audio drops on Friday. Um, I don't think you're nuts. I, I, I enjoyed my VT64 when I had it. It just, I didn't spend enough time on it to get rid of the weird, the weird understeer that I had when I had it. But, yeah. but Drew's just been cruising on it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Drew's looks good. Um, I don't think you're nuts. I think, uh, I think I just like the techno because it's ready-made for you and everything you can just, if you break something you just go up there and buy it yeah you know what you could do with the vt64 except for the arms so um or if you broke a shock tower that would suck uh, right because those are they make those too um like i was saying earlier though like the first two the first two rounds and i think I think the first two rounds, like especially the first round, it, re- it really looked like Drew was next level faster than everybody. But I think everybody's been catching him a little bit. I, th- I think the lap times show it, especially this round. I think Logan's getting really fast. Emerson's there when he wants to be. Um, Wade, Wade Garing can go really fast uh, with the mini truggy. Um, so I, I think I think a lot of it's just Drew. But, but the, there's nothing wrong with that truck at all. I thought the Losi one looked cool too. The Losi conversion from, oh, yeah. from Velocity. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, Nick Nuthouse, uh, Nuthouse says a nice win, Will. Thank you. And uh, Jackson Anderson says that he does almost everything for his RC on his own, paying for things for the most part. And uh, I mean, that's that's kind of the way it should be. Honestly, now that Emerson's got a paycheck that I know about, like I didn't know what he was making at McDonald's when he was working there over the summertime, and he had a goal to buy this this uh, motorcycle. Mm-hmm. But now that he's working two days a week at the Plex, like I'm gonna start when he breaks stuff, I'm gonna be like, dude, you got money in your account, you go buy it. Yeah, I go buy it. You can kiss my butt. 
Uh, Johnny S says, uh, what's up? Is there a night where they race Euro trucks? There is. That would be Wednesday nights, Wednesday night on road. Um, doors open at four. They start racing, I believe at seven. And, uh, and then once a month on Sundays. And the next one is, I believe, the 16th, this upcoming Sunday, is another on-road series. Um, but yeah, uh, and then you can always use a track um, whenever you want to. I would highly suggest, if you're going to practice, do it on Thursday. Because if you do it on Monday or Tuesday, the tracks, the carpet track's just covered with dust. It gets vacuumed on Wednesday, and then it stays nice on Thursday, and then it gets dusty again on Friday and Saturday. So, um, Travis Clancy with a hand clap emoji. Thanks. <laughs> Nick Nuthouse says two out of the five SCX24s we have uh, motors crapped out. Thankfully, the staff at the Plex suggested buying a few spares. Yep, and we also got in these cool hot racing uh, motors that are basically the same size as the barrage motors. But have you heard about this? This little this little barrage motor, like half of them didn't work. Like they literally didn't work out of the box. So I got in these hot racing ones, and then I also got in some uh, power hobby ones, and we also got in some like uh, um, hobby express or something like that ones from A Main. I got a bunch of different motors because I was worried about running out of motors. That's what happened last year. Last year sucked for SCX24s because everybody was burning up motors and Horizon was out. And so all these people were like super pissed. For, yeah. <laughs> for like a month. It was terrible. Yeah. And luckily, we've, we've, they actually have stock of them this year. So, Stevie Slover's on here. says, what's up, guys? Steve RC says, Will, thanks for doing races Friday. I talked to someone at the Plex watching the action in the pits over the weekend. They have a nine-year-old that is probably going to bring their slash for the first time on Friday. Great. That's awesome. Andrew Thomas, he wants to know if there's SCX24 crawling this Tuesday. There is. It actually started last Tuesday, and we only had one person show up, so we need more. Including myself, I got mine all. I got I I I pulled a stupid move. So I'm trying to save for a scooter mm -hmm. in February that I'm going to get, the my Navi. And I sold some excess transponders because I, I, I realized I have too many transponders and it's easy money. So I sold two of them and then I spent half of it on my mini crawler. <laughs> so I might try and race e-buggy on Friday. Oh, yeah. Uh, John Haas says, yo. Corey Tannehill uh, says, hi, Jackson. I still love you. Uh, so Corey Tannehill, apparently at the last carpet race, uh, was like grabbing Jackson's leg in the middle of the main. Yeah. And it made Jackson like freak out. So we got to, we got to not do that. That's going to be your job on Saturday is to have a driver's meeting, not to touch people on the driver's stand. Okay. Good luck with that. I can't believe Jackson just didn't step on his hand. <laughs> break it. You stick it down there. I'm going to break it. <laughs> did I ever, did I ever tell you about the time that, that, that the guy next to me, like, like when I was a kid, snapped my antenna in half, and my dad just happened to be there that day. Yeah, and like freaked out on him. It was like one of the greatest moments ever when I was younger. Um, speaking of touching people, 
Uh, John Haas says the wind was whipping in that corner all day on Thursday. And uh, John Haas, basically, he camps out there on Thursday. That's his practice day. No. Um, then he says during mini truggy, he couldn't feel his trigger finger by four minutes in. Yeah. It was brutal because that was right before gas truck. Yeah. Steve RC wants to know who the guest announcer was the last race on Saturday. That was, uh, I believe, Ryan Clemmy was in the booth for me. Yeah, he's doing a great job. Yep. There's just, there's few people I trust to run the race and uh, he's one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other one's you. And actually trust Emerson if when he wants to, but he doesn't want to talk anymore, so. No, yeah. Last lap. John says, last lap I thought Dane was Drew because of the pink and white and I let him by. <laughs> That sucks. Demonic Wolf 69, he is our latest Patreon member. Nice. Yes. Thank you. Uh, So, uh, Chris, uh, he says, yo, guys, uh, sup. Yo, guys, sup. Yeah. It's like David Olson's on there. He's just like, he he got his inner David Olson. He's like, sup. Yeah. (laughs) He says, techno summer series. That would be a no. Yeah, no. No. The the problem is there'd be there'd be a lot of unhappy ten scale guys if we had a if we had an eight scale summer series because uh the track would get we've done it before and in the summertime the track gets beat up even more. But also there'd be a lot of upset eight scale guys because it would be more of a ten scale track. So it just doesn't doesn't mm-hmm. work it doesn't work for us. So yeah. Um, let's see. Jackson says his car flamed out. Otherwise I think I could have been uh, fourth in the main because he was in fourth place when he flamed out. He was, Jackson was going really fast. He was doing really good. Yeah, no, he's doing great. Jackson's another one of our kids that's come a long way. You know, there, there was a while there where, where we, the Omaha scene was missing that, that new crop of, of kids as they got older that could get really fast, mm-hmm. you know? So it's nice to see now we're kind of, we've kind of got our own because Des Moines always had kids that would get fast and then, and then do what they're doing. That's where Tom came from. Mason, Alex Vanderbeek, um, who are a couple other ones? Like Nate Sutherland's another one. Um, Drew Rubin King. Drew Rubin King. Exactly. Uh, that Zach, uh, Edinburgh, he was getting really fast there for a while when he was racing. Um, yeah, I mean, pretty much the whole Vanderbeek squad, I guess. Um, the Sanders kids, uh, Carson and uh, what's his other kid's name? Crap. Colton? I think so. So, but Omaha and finally, I mean, at Jackson, you can, I think you can throw TJ in there. Um, uh, again, um, uh, Daniel Bender. Like, Daniel. He had a great race. Dan, Dan Danger Bender. Yep. D- Danger Bender? Yeah, we've been calling him Danger. Oh. Dan nice. Danger. Dan- Danger Dan. Danger Dan. So that's his new nickname. We're not. No more. Call, no more. We're not calling him Daniel anymore. He's oh. Dan. Uh, Ashton Abdul. Four, that's another. He's fourteen now. Daniel. He's got to go by Dan. Dan. Yeah, he's Dan. Danger Dan. Interesting. That or Danimal. Danimal. Yeah, I've been calling him Danimal. Uh, he just LOL'd you. Who? Danimal. Oh, Danimal. Nice. Yeah. He goes by danger now. Danger. 
Danger. Uh, danger, his middle name. Speaking of danger, uh, for the ball studs, for the, this is this is Bender. For the ball studs for the B6.3, do I have to get a five millimeter? Do I have to get five millimeter ball studs if I want to use a one millimeter spacer? That made my head hurt. What? Uh, well, I I'm not sure what he's asking because I know that the front the front caster ball studs are ten millimeter. I know the rears on the hubs yeah. are six millimeter, and I know the ones on the inside are. Oh, I know what he's asking now. If he wants to use a one mil spacer in the rear hub, he has to run four mil uh, ball studs. So he's lowering it. Yeah. Well, so no, you need no, no. The ball stud height is the same. The length of the threaded uh, of the threads is shorter. So if you normally like you run two there, or we'll say you run two, mm-hmm. if, you could run six. But if you want to cut that down to one then you're going to have an extra uh, mill of threads on the backside or the underside of the, of the ball stud. Yeah. And that'll crash into the, the, the hub carrier. Right. The, you know, so, and it'll break your bearings and do other stuff if you ran too long on one. Yep. So you want to, you have to shorten the threads. So you would need four mil. Okay. Uh, so there you go. Yes, Daniel, you need to uh, four millimeter. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick Nuthouse, another Patreon member. Yeah. You're still thinking about moving Tuesdays to Thursdays. And yeah, we thought about it, but no, we're not going to do that. And, uh, there's two reasons. Uh, one, it's traditionally been on Tuesdays when we've done that, but also, um, Thursdays are Tim's official day off. So basically I've had Mondays off since Emerson was born because my wife works every Monday. It's been her schedule forever. So uh, my Monday is my day off. That's why we do this on Mondays. Um, sorry. Thursdays are Tim's day off. So if we, if we had to do, if we did any sort of racing that I'd be in charge of on Thursday, that would mean that Tim would have to change, would have to work it. And so I just didn't think that it was fair to, ha- to have Tim have his his traditional day off messed up. So we're just going to leave it. And in fact, I actually, now that Emerson works for us, um, he's, he's actually pretty hyped right now to, uh, uh, he wants to, he wants to do the track every Tuesday and I'm like, go for it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So him and you're um, like, you're like, I don't know if you can handle it. Yeah. So him and Tristan, him and Tristan made the track last week and, uh, he, he's got another one all sketched out for this week. So, no, it's great. Yeah. Cody Mosier is on here. Uh, he wants to know, Will, are you going to try to do some carpet racing this year? I'd like to. I, I think I might try and do the crash in. Sweet. For, like if, if I make one, it'd be that one. Yeah. But just life, life hasn't worked out yet. Uh, just new job, things like that. So, and if I'm running the, and if I'm running the races on a Saturday and I'm up there, like I'm not going to race because I need to make sure the program runs smoothly. Yeah. Like it's a little different, like Friday nights, you know, there's new people, a lot of plexers, you know, it's kind of a free for all and carpet racing on Saturdays. Like it needs to get done in a timely fashion. So yep. Yep. more, I mean, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, no, absolutely. A pre- little bit bigger deal. And I appreciate that too. 
kind of the reason why I didn't I didn't race at the Fall Classic because I wasn't I wasn't sure if that was the right yeah. thing to do. If I'm getting paid to run a race, I I shouldn't race. So mm-hmm. club racing is different, and the Techno Series is different because I mean we're there for 18 hours. I'm gonna race. Right. One, I'm gonna race one class. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm gonna race 40 plus mod at the uh, for, at the at the crash in. I'm not. I'm not gonna race regular mod. So. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. It's gonna race 40 plus. I don't mod. know if I'm gonna race then. No, you should totally do it. <laughs> just think of it as Maybe one. More, I will. Just think of it as one more spot that you don't have to worry about. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh. Nee, 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 nee. uh and then uh, Chris Nelson says, uh, couldn't make it, had the Rona, but he did watch the whole thing on the live stream. Oh, wow. So, well, we hope that you get better. Hopefully it's a mild case. Yeah. And thank you for not just, yeah. Thank you for not just coming anyway. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Thank you for being responsible. I actually feel bad. I had to, I had to ask somebody not to come that also had to deal with that too. So. Yeah. It, I don't know. I, I gave myself, uh, I got some rapid tests and took a couple of rapid tests, uh, Thursday night. Once I got home, just, I don't know, peace of mind that mm-hmm. I wasn't going there and spreading something. If I had gotten a positive, I wouldn't have been there. I'm vaxxed, boosted, and I got a flu shot. Uh, let's see. Mason Herrick just came on and he says, I'm hoping to get the crash in first ever carpet race. Oh, Mason's going to get dive right in. For the big crash in. All in. I love that name. Mm-hmm. That's a fun name for an, for an RC race. Yeah, it's a good one. I'm glad I came up with that. I'm yeah, glad nobody's too. ripped that one off yet. Yeah, not yet. I'm yeah. sure the, another track will have the have the Hobbyplex crash in or something. <laughs> <laughs> why not, right? Yeah, why not? Yeah. They have the Spring Champs and Summer Series and... <laughs> <laughs> copy our schedule <laughs> same days they just take our flyer copy paste <laughs> chris says uh thanks i got i got the pneumonia from it or pneumonia oh, pneumonia or pneumonia i don't know either way Plumonia. i always thought see i used to get um when i was a uh, um when i was younger right in my late teens, early twenties, there was a stretch there for a couple of years where every, every like October and every like February, I'd get really, really sick with the mm-hmm. flu, with the, with the flu, like twice. Yeah. And I've had like walking pneumonia, I guess, or whatever you call that. I had that when I was in high school and I have had this like chronic cough, like mm-hmm. ever since, like, like if I get sick, I just, I have this cough that'll last like, I don't know, six months. Like even like sometimes at the track I'll start co- coughing, and I like everybody thinks I'm sick. It's like I, I don't know. I swallow my spit. I hate that. But I accidentally swallow I my spit, that. and then I, I have I to cough do- for like 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 five minutes to clear it all out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm just I'm just a cougher. Mm. You sure? It's I'm not, not sick. You sure yeah. it's not from uh, no from something else? Oh no. Okay. No, no, not that. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Did I ever tell you guys the story about when I uh, I accidentally um, I I pooped in my then girlfriend's but now wife's uh, couch in our apartment on accident? Oh no! 
Oh no, I'm gonna poop! Oh no, oh no, it's gonna happen! Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it! Damn it! You pooped on it? Yeah. Did I ever tell you that? No. Okay. All right, I'll tell that real quick before we go. This is gonna be a great one to end on, by the way. Is this because I, I uh, like, while the live stream is going in the in the booth? Like, I was like, sorry, I couldn't marshal, I had diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Chelsea Rains came in and asked me if if all that's wrong with the women's toilet was that the toilet seat was broken. And I was yeah. like, yeah, that's fine. It's it works. It works. It's just that the toilet seat's broken. She's like, well, I don't ever sit on toilet seats anyways. I just lean over and I'm like, oh, that's that's awesome. And it was all caught on the live stream. Oh, wow. You yeah, go back and watch great. it. It's really funny. <laughs> A lot of reactions on there from it. A lot of. Perfect. A lot of chat. Did anybody comment on my thing? I don't know. I'll go back and look. I'm sure. Yeah, we have to look. I'm sure we did. It was funny. Yeah. Uh, okay. So anyways, so we were talking about, uh, he brought up pneumonia and I, I brought up getting sick and flu shots and stuff like that. But um, then I brought up diarrhea. Yeah, and then you brought up diarrhea. So uh, <laughs> one year, one year I got really, really sick. I had the flu. And uh, of course I didn't have any health insurance because I was like 21 or how old was I? <laughs> Yeah, it was like 21, 22. Anyways, so I'd, I'd moved in with Gretchen and uh, we were in a really nice apartment. She got as a bonus through her work. We got a really cheap uh, rent and uh, there was this uh, this couch that she had gotten from a friend of hers and it was really comfy and I didn't have any health insurance. And my mom's like, we need to get to the doctor. Um, so my mom took me to the doctor. She made me go to the doctor because I was feeling terrible and the doctor comes in. And they do all the testing. He's like, well, you got the flu. He's like, you don't have any health insurance. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you all these samples of this antibiotic. And they're made for children. So the doses are really low. So I'm going to give you like 50 of these. And I want you to take like 10 of these every three hours or whatever. It was some crazy number. I had to swallow these stupid pills and uh, a lot of pills all at once. And he goes, it might it might make you want to go to the bathroom. And so, (laughs) (laughs) so, so I took, I took them and I'm lying there in the couch, sick, you know, super sick, just, just sweat, just, just, you know, cold sweat, feeling that crap. And all of a sudden I feel it coming. And before Uh, I, before uh, I know it, before I know it, before I can even get out of the couch, it's just, it's just everywhere, all over the couch <laughs> and myself. Did you even have pants on? I did. I had undies on. It was great. Um, <laughs> just underwear. Yeah. So the best part was I was alone. Gretchen was at work. And so this was before kids, by the way. So I got myself all cleaned up, whatever. And then I had to figure out what to do with the couch. And so I did, did my, you just flip the cushion. I, I, okay. So, <laughs> so I basically, <laughs> I basically just, I basically just wiped it with a paper towel and then I just went boop, and I flipped it over <laughs> and just, and just left it. And like two days later, she's like, what is going on? Did our cat do something? And then she's discovered what I had done. Mm-hmm. That was a fun day. You're like, it's a real, uh, like S word couch. I was like, Oh yeah. 
I'm like, oh man, the uh, yeah, the cat had cat did, yeah, the cat did that. <laughs> oh man, whoa, the cat must have done that. So I didn't tell her until after yeah. we were married about that story. She had no idea that that huh. was my that was my poo stain on the couch. Wow. Yeah. The cat did this and flipped the cushion over. We should probably put it down. <laughs> like you get the cat killed. <laughs> like you convince her to just put the cat down over it. <laughs> like the worst possible thing you could do. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You better just take care of it. Huh? Yeah. I don't know how she puts up with me. Cause I do the same thing with like, like silverware and stuff. Like I'll use like three spoons to make one meal. And I just, I just put the spoons. In, <laughs> I just put the, I just put the spoons in the, in the sink and leave it. I just leave it. Yeah. Really? It's like where all these spoons come from? I don't know. Emerson like must have. Emerson must have like, done it. Like when you're talking about you making macaroni and cheese, and you like you just like look forward to dirtying all these pans. Like you're just like smiling the whole time. <laughs> I just take the pan with a little bit of macaroni left in it, and I just put it in the sink, and then yeah. like, then I go away. You just like stare at the camera the whole time, like. Like it's like something they do on South Park. I mean, I can't help but the pans just magically clean themselves. Mm-hmm. I don't know any yeah. better. I don't know. I could never be your roommate, could I? Me? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure we'd be fine. Okay. I smell a sitcom. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Uh, one more, one more. Um, Paul Renault. Another Patreon member on here is like, there was a lot of poop talk on Saturday. Peter Renault or Peter Renault? Did I say Paul? Sorry. Yep. Peter Renault. I, I'm looking out for you. Yeah. Peter says uh, there was a lot of poop talk on Saturday, and uh, Will's diarrhea did make the show, so he knew that he was watching. Nice. Um, Chris. Chris says uh, it's like I never missed the pits. Will, sorry, everyone on live stream, that was a close one. And then uh, yeah, I was like, that was a photo finish. Because <laughs> you were like, you're like, Shh, I'm like, oh yeah, like, I didn't give, a, I didn't, I didn't give a shit, you know. <laughs> and then Tomcat, I think this is Sneathan, says, uh, I I don't believe this. I mean, if you if if one of these guys crashes, it's 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 not your fault. But he says Mason's fourth place finish was his fault. Fumbled his car on a marshal and finally got it. Put it down. Put it down right in front of Seth, and Seth smashed right into him. Felt terrible. It's RC car racing. They'll get over yeah, it. Yeah, I'm sure he's over it. Yeah, they'll get over it. They probably don't even remember. Okay. Well, there you get us. We're back with the usual uh, banter. I love I love talking about poop. It's my favorite. Yeah, it's like your thing. Yeah, it's my thing. Well, next week, you get to talk about racing because I won't be there. And oh, I, get yeah. to, I get to talk about the hut race. There'll be some local support uh, for that down there. I know Mac. I know the Vanderbeeks are coming. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, Tom Smith, is Tommy's going oh. down there, so nice. that'll be good. You know that Tommy turns forty right in time for the uh, ProTech race. Oh wow! Yeah. So that'll be fun. Yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah. Anyways, okay, we better go. See you guys. Bye. <laughs>